What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Roman Maris, and you're listening to the very first episode of my new podcast titled 40 Till 5. This is something that I'm very excited about bringing you guys. I've been planning this for quite some time now, and I've always been a huge fan of podcasts. I've even done my fair share as being a, a guest on a couple podcasts. So to have one of my own and to really dive in and be able to put something out for you guys is something that I've been just super excited about. On this very first episode, I have my boy Brett, who's a, just a genius in the marijuana game. I mean, he comes through with some of the best you know, flour, some of the best wax and branding and marketing for his products that I've ever seen. Not to mention, you know, he's a good friend of mine. One of the other guests that I'm bringing up to the mic today is my boy DJ Flick, who's a record producer, has done things for Lauryn Hill, Fifth Harmony, Wiz Khalifa. And last but not least, I have my friend Eric Friedman, who's a comedy writer and an animation director. And, you know, he's, he's got a bunch of cool little stories and a bunch of things to enlighten us on, probably something that we don't even know about. So I'm really excited to be bringing this to you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to be coming back every podcast with special guests and just really awesome people who have a great outlook on life and have great stories and can just drop us off with some tad bits of knowledge and some game about how they got to where they're at and where they're going next. So without further ado, here's the very first episode of 40 Till 5. Hope you guys dig it. What's up? This is Rome, your host for 40 Till 5, and you are listening to my one and only podcast with all of my friends here. Today, we got very special guest, Wonder Brett good friend of mine. Brett's got an amazing, amazing, amazing career and a lot of really great product. He's been serving up the weed game for quite a while now, and he's one of the people, one of the founders who've brought Kush to Los Angeles, so uh, we're grateful to have him here. Hey, everybody. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're all smoking on that. And then, uh, of course, we got my boy, DJ Flick, producer, DJ, songwriter extraordinaire. Been done a lot of stuff in his career. We'll talk about that. And last but not least, we got my man Eric Friedman, who I swear to God does all kinds of things. But I guess most <laughs> prominently, he does like he does. writing and directing and producing. You know, he's he's been a part of some really big things like, uh, you know, documentaries from Manny Pacquiao and some other really big cartoon series for online features. So it's going to be a really dope episode and uh, we're going to sit back and just talk and shoot some shit. So... Yes, it's very nice to be here, guys. What the fuck's hey. going on? What up? Hey, what's up, everybody? We here. Yeah, we got happy some to be stuff. Here. We're cooking up some dabs right now, smoking on some uh, some of Brett's new stuff right here. We got our collaboration, Sublime Chrome and Wonder Brett's collaboration called Orange Dynamite Stick. That uh, Which is incredible. Which is incredible. Dude, we've been smoking on this shit for a while, man. Like, I really do think that we kind of teamed up with the perfect partner, man. Like, Thank how long you, have you been doing this, man? Like, It's like the, 20 years now. Um, from when it first started, but now just the brand though really serious is like the past two, three years. What like when you started doing it, like does that like count as like you uh Yeah, like popping seeds like, in my mom's seed? backyard okay, and okay, shit, okay, you know, right. like, you know, uh thirteen years when old. When did you know that like you like found your lane, like, yo, you were gonna do this shit, like, okay, this is not just me just trying to grow my own bud, but like I can turn this into like, you know, a business. When um, well, I went to college in Humble, and uh, at that point, like, everybody was in the scene with the cannabis already. It was crazy, but it was it was the 90s. It wasn't like how it is now, so it was way more... A lot crazy. more low-key or what? Yeah, way more low-key and way more stressful about, like, trying to take weed from Humble County down to L.A. was a big deal, you know? Like, if you got tr- tr- caught or something, that was... Yeah, you can actually do some time for yeah, that Yeah, that was a yeah. big, big problem, so I was like... I didn't really mess with it with, when I was there... But when I came back to L.A. after being a few years in Humboldt, like, 
uh, a friend of mine introduced me to the Kush, and uh, and from there he just gave me the strain. Just I don't know why he really blessed me with it, but he did. And from there it was just a passion that I just had to grow it. Spread was, the fucking love, right? Yeah, it's like when somebody gives you something so special and you know that it, it is so special, like you have to all of a sudden dedicate yourself to it as if it was... Like if somebody had gave me some religious piece of artifact that I had to protect yeah. and preserve, it was kind of that you know feeling of like, hey, I have to do this. It's so good. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, dude, I'll never forget, like, because we grew up in the Bay Area and you know, the perps are really big out there. Like there yeah. were like two types of dudes who sold weed. There were the guys who sold weed and then the guys who sold perps. Yeah. And usually like, you know, it never really varied. But uh, <clears throat> when Kush started to pop off like really big, like we would... It was almost like a like a fucking band or something. We we would hear whispers of yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yo, what is that? Like we keep hearing about that Kush. Like, does anyone got that? And like people would try to pass off shit mm-hmm. as just trying to catch the name. But it wasn't like when I moved down here, like it was such an explosion of that, you know what I mean? Like It was a takeover, man. Dude, it was huge, right? Like and I'm sure like once it kinda like blew up, then it was just like finding, you know, your way of standing out. Like like yeah. Like, for three, four years, be... though, there was nobody who had it, though. Like, it was just kind of like we had it on lock, yeah. me and a small circle of friends that were from L.A. And for a few years, it was just like that. And then, it, yeah, it spread out, but the demand was so high, you could never come close to meeting it. Like, yeah. So it didn't make a difference. Not till like, the shops came into play in the mid-2000s that, you know, like... And now it flies thing. off the shelf in there, like... Okay. Yeah, but the shops just changed everything, like... They completely changed the landscape of everything. Like, Would you which say it's it, a little more commercial now. Yeah, way more commercial. But it was, in, at first, it was in a bad way, and then it was in a good way. But it's always been in, I'd say, a better way than a bad way. You know, like yeah, overall, yeah. like just because you're able to get some pot, like yeah, you know, whenever you want to walk in the store. But there was just a lot of fugazi stuff where people, a lot of shops, were just like renaming stuff, and that was the yeah, that well, was the real problem that I had with the shops. It, and it denounces still the game, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it. It's not doing justice to the guys who are really growing the good stuff, you know, like yeah. the quality and they product. do it to pass off product that's not what it is so that they're just trying to sell it. And that's where it's like the credibility, yeah. you lose credibility in the industry by doing that kind of stuff. Like, So how important is branding to Wonder Brand? It's uh, paramount, like the way yeah. that we do everything. We want people to recognize that. It's coming. I mean, dude, from... even the shirt you wear looks fucking <laughs> awesome. It looks like some crazy like Hermes shit. It looks tight. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We put a lot of effort into every little detail. We really want to set a standard that hey, this is what it should be. You know, don't exactly copy us, but yeah, find yeah. your own lane and you know at least come to the table correctly with. Um, you know, grow your own product. Don't just buy stuff and rename Th- it. Throw a label on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if, if you want that, then find that a great grower, like collaborate it, with them and make a, a deal with them. You know, That like, kind of seems like that That thing happens in all forms of media, like almost now. You know, yeah, you know yeah. all, all, all forms of like entertainment, especially like, you know, people buy music and then throw yeah. their name on it. You know, people will get some other product and change the name of it, throw their logo on it. Yeah. Same, same thing with clothing companies. I mean, it's like, at what point does it become like all right you just trust the brand because you know that regardless they're going to come with consistent product you know yeah it's once you um you go in the shop and spend your money and you walk out and you're satisfied and uh you've done that a few times that's where the brand loyalty kind of kicks in and people stop questioning things um but you have a card right buddy yeah i have a card so 
See, I don't have a card. I'm still like, yo, I got to like, hey, man, you got to weed? Go by the house, bless up, you know? Dude. But like, is it super convenient for like you? Like, it's so easy to get a card. That's what fucked my whole head up. Like, yeah. Like, I went in and like, it was like a five minute wait. And then I was in with the doctor and the doctor's like, why do you need uh, medical marijuana? And I was like, oh, because I can't sleep and my back hurts. Yeah, you know? back pain. Yeah, and, he's like, <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, stand up, stand up. And it has me take off my shirt. He made you stand up? Yeah. I have to stand so, up. So, no, but, no, 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 no. Check it out. Yeah, <laughs> basically, right? No, check this out. I want to make more, but I had What, did you have one? He's like, stand up. Take off your shirt. I take off my shirt, and he comes up to me, and he literally, like, hits my stomach, and he's like, that's why your back hurts. Like, because like, I was fucking over away. Oh, that's uh, back. But long story short. by the doctor, <laughs> the fake doctor. You know. Hey, they are real doctors. <laughs> it's just super convenient, you know? I know people get them over the, like, the chat line on the internet, like you just sign oh, in. Oh, you Skype in? Print oh, it you out. Skype yeah, in. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's it's getting to be very basic now. You you probably don't have to go in for the insults anymore. I like <laughs> I like having the card, like the actual, not the rack, the one that's got just your the card that has your picture on it. Even though you can't really go to a dispensary and be like, "This is my bullshit." Shit. I was just in Canada and I used mine. Yeah. I just put my thumb. Man, just fucking Canada's getting a roasting. Yo, today, no, 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 no. <laughs> I did, dude. Cause, cause, yo, it was, it was up in Victoria. We love Canada. It was, no, it was, it was up in Victoria. It's mad beautiful over there. Mad beautiful, mad clean. Um, it's r- real slow and easy. And we get to, we have a show out there, and we get to the hotel. And the first thing I do always is, is I ask the dude who, who's picking us up from the airport. I go, hey man, you know where I can get some weed out here. And he goes, oh, it's legal. You'll find it anywhere. So I'm like, fuck yeah, awesome. So the moment we get out of our hotel or the the van to check into the hotel, I light up a cigarette and I look right, right across the street and I see a big old green cross. Awesome, bro. I, I fucking check in my luggage, walk across the street. Inside of there is a couple pinball machines, a rolling table with like papers and a f- bubbler and a bong. Walked in there. Had my expired license that I had like three years ago, and I put my thumb over the date and just showed it to them, and they were like, "Cool, works for me." They just wrote my name down and then let me go, and I bought a bunch of weed in there. Yeah, you just have to be over nineteen to so go into crazy. that spot. You know, yeah, like nine, twenty-one See, out there, 19. which is good though. This is progress. Over. You have to be twenty-one now to buy cigarettes. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you only have to be eighteen really? to buy weed. Yeah. When dog. was that? When did that happen? This happened in a couple months. I don't ago. know. I don't smoke, but I heard about it recently. No, I swear. So, yeah, it was this year though. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yo, Brett, question for you. I went to a dispensary before, and I could actually, I don't know if you know about this, but I, like, I could actually like buy the weed and smoke it in the same room. Yeah. And then, it's, it's, but I feel like you don't, they don't have that no more. I feel like you can't do that no more. That was no, back all the, the legit dispensaries don't do that now. Like All the ones like, that are open, they can't do that. But you could do that at events, though. Like They have a lot of events yeah, now. Yeah. And uh, you go and... You gotta get, like, a permit, the, right? You, you, got, you gotta have your card, yeah. Shops are getting shut down for that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. They're just getting fired. They always do. Yeah. Anytime you see a dad bar in a spot, you know that they got, like, a month's expiration for this fucking... You got a bunch of stoners. They're just like, yeah, sure, I don't care. Remember that dispensary <laughs> next to my studio? Yeah. My old studio had a dispensary next door? Yeah, dude. That was the in most the KFC. convenient... Yeah. In the KFC. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's the one that was on South oh, Park. That's right. The, yeah. Kind for Cures. Big shout out right there. They, they got like a plug. They got a plug. They're still there. They still there? Um, they're still there. Oh, what's up with a free fucking bag? Some wax. <laughs> they should have they kept it still like a chicken spot. Because you could be like, give, give me a three piece and a quad, you know? Yeah, that would be super sick. Because then you get the munchies and then you got your chicken, you know what I mean? There has oh, to be some, some legalities <laughs> that people aren't able to sell weed and like food even though they can sell 
like snack products, but yeah. I, I feel like that's like getting the liquor license type thing. No, I'll tell you the tricky part. It's selling tobacco infused shit. Like I saw this thing on Instagram huh. the other day where they were selling uh they're called dank woods. Uh, yeah, like they're like they're, backwoods, they're backwoods roll but roll weed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, man! <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God, I saw this <laughs> shit on Instagram. My boy from New York. I'm sorry, but that shit sounds whack. Yeah. Sounds so <laughs> whack, right? <laughs> so whack. I'll give you the extra five bucks. You could just make it. But you can't, like, because the whole like, you know, Dick theory of a cannabis they shop couldn't just use supposed to be for name. health. <laughs> supposed to be for health. And you can't offer tobacco in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no no medical. There's no like medicine and fucking medical tobacco. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't. Everybody and you know how much saliva it takes to roll it backwards? <laughs> like, you're so twisted your shit. Oh my god. <laughs> no, thank you. Hell no. Just a little harsh for me. A little harsh for my taste. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm good on that. I'm just glad like we're to the day where you can get busted with some weed. And it's just, it's all good. Like, yeah, it's nothing. You know, now. like, it's nothing now. Unless you're carrying $40 like, ticket weight. at the most. Yeah. Like, if, you know, if, if you're carrying like a couple peas on you, like, you're going to get hammed up for something. They're going to ask you some questions, but you got anything shy of an ounce and you're straight, dude. Straight, dude. Little misdemeanor ticket, go to the freaking. Not even if you're cool. No, yeah, if you're cool, you, you probably. Pitch them off a couple. Like, <laughs> fucking, he'll let well, you walk. That's a yeah, situational dude. thing, depending on the cop and everything. No, but you're right, though. It, it's literally a misdemeanor. Ticket and then and like, then, then you go to this bus. class, right? S- something. I I'm not gonna say because you know I've never been. Yeah, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have, have any in my car. car. But all I remember was okay, uh, don't leave my car. <laughs> um, everyone in the auditorium, and then and then there's a cop, and then just talks to you for like eight hours. Like and driving then, school. And then they give you a little thing. But Sounds like fucking Saturday school to me. Is it like, no, like, like, like in a driving I, ticket? Lunchtime, right? You <laughs> have no, no, there's lunchtime. Lunch. Everybody, <laughs> everybody just goes and fucking blazes tough, you know? <laughs> and then they come back. That and sounds like school. It, no, but here's the thing. The second half is actually more fun because they're talking all this bullshit and everyone has sense of humor, you know? Because yeah. they're high now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, dude. The second <laughs> half of class is way more yeah, fun. a lot more fun, you know? I bought my first knife at Saturday school. <laughs> just, you know, not to... Break up the cover on that. My first knife. You just made it sound like you just buy tons of knives. I do. I have six hundred knives. You know. That. You do have a good collection. But I did it for good reasons. I bought it for my dad for Father's Day. But it was so cool. I never gave it to him. But uh, you know, <laughs> I fucked up. There you go. Okay, I've taken a fat dab right now. What are we smoking? Clementine. Clementine. You had a show, and some old dude wanted to fucking hang. He thought he was tough. He took a dab. Pissed himself. Oh. Pissed himself and fell asleep right before we went on. (laughs) Outside of the dressing room. Outside of the dressing room. Knocked out in his chair. His wife was partying with everybody. Damn. She she would be like, that was a museum. Like, look at my husband. Look at my husband. He's just slumped over in a chair. That's wet fucking Levi's, dog. Same show. Someone's mom tried to take her dress off from the dab. His game is juicy. I'm so hot. I just. (laughs) Nuts, dude. Passed out in the chair. Meanwhile, my grandma does a dab and she's cool. She's chilling, calm and collected. Yeah. Woo! Let's do it. Hot dabs are dangerous, man. Hot dabs are deep. People, it's yeah. the oxygen that gets shut off from their head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I well, and if they don't do them uh, often, they just take too big a hit. Ugly. That's yeah. the biggest problem everyone does. They're like, oh, I can do it. I'm yeah. cool. Well, it takes just one asshole friend to be like, oh, yeah, make it a little bigger. It's his first time to, like, fuck with somebody. And oh, then, yeah. yeah. You ruin people, you know? like Absolutely. That's how you end up with somebody, like, passed out on the floor. <laughs> so, I got a question for you. What, uh, what... 
What is something that you often see is overlooked when you see people starting out trying to like create like a successful you know brand with weed and 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 wax and and intertwine clothing? And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's something that you always see people just always fucking up on? Well, I think they jump into this not knowing enough, and that's like probably their first mistake is they think it's just a bunch of. Uh, uneducated people in this industry or like yeah that's, stoners and shit yeah you know like stoners are really a lot more sophisticated and smarter than people take them for mm-hmm. and so they jump in the industry and probably they, the name stoners too it doesn't sound very intelligent yeah yeah exactly we need a new name I think yeah something a little more something, some more uh, enlightening sounding you know but yeah I mean there's some really high functioning stoners out there that are very successful and there's plenty of people out there that are low functioning stoners that aren't very yeah. successful that, but they were going to be that way I think regardless whether it was pot or not Whatever it was. Yeah, McDonald's. I had a, I had a buddy put it really good in high school because he was he was one of my first friends who was high school stoner, long hair, all that, and he's like, you know, everyone thinks stoners are dumb, and he's like, no, he's like, some people are dumb and happen to be stoners. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, no matter what they're on, they're dumb. <laughs> I can get drunk and I'm still not like an idiot. I yeah. do dumb stuff, but. Yeah, so I think change my brain. Yeah, just really being educated to like at least having some little niche that you really know about in this industry can go a long way. Like you don't have to know about everything. You don't have to know about clothes or fashion or what everybody likes. You just have to know that you made something that you love and that everybody else is going to love it now too. So that when you go somewhere, you get that response of that's amazing or this is great. That's then you know you're onto something. And yeah. If you think you're in love with something and no one else is responding to it, then you just need a reality check. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you ain't got no hoes. Yeah. Oh, you should talk right probably, yeah. you don't have a good like, friend. Put that out, dog. Yeah, yeah, you need a good friend to tell you, hey, this is this is hey, and you need you know be re-educated and and yeah. go get more knowledge. And if you can't get to that level, then maybe then you need to try something else like <laughs> computer programming or something. Up, right? <laughs> Professional video game playing. Or like, or, well, it's very uh, lucrative. Yeah, I know. You put enough time in. It's like crosswalk cars. You know what I mean? We could always use more crosswalk guards. I don't know. <laughs> could we? I don't you, you would think. Oh, shit. Kitty. That's the whack joke jar. So I need to find some change. <laughs> if, you say anything, yo, yo, if you say anything sus, you have to put some change in there. So what's up, Flicky? What you got going on hey. right now? What you working on, homie? Producing heavy. Producing heavy, as always. You know, you working with anybody exciting right now? Any, any projects we're working on you want to give a shout out to? Yeah. Um, this year has basically, like for me, yeah. has just been almost like a, like last year I, I, I had done pretty well and I played some some pretty good records. But this year was almost like a, I'm up here at this new fucking spa with my yeah, boys yeah. And, and it's, and, and it's, it's kind of like, I just kind of just want energy. I just kind of want to make music again without the, the pressure of placing a record. Politics, bro. Politics, exactly. Our country is out of control. People are pouring across the southern border. I will build a wall. It'll be a great wall. People will not come in unless they come in illegally. Drugs will not pour through that wall. I just want to make records just organically and just have and just have fun. Absolutely. And, and I thought it was like, because I was thinking about doing it. But since we moved here, and then like I got you next door, and I got LD, I, yeah, and and so it's like it feels like how we were like before all the chasing. It was As like, like kids, yeah, we're just exactly. younger, just, you know, just Try, make music, just, just, and get just have fun. I you feel know? like that's how it goes. You go through that juvenile period where you're just doing it for the love of it. Then you 
get knowledge of how it works and try and kind of put yourself in that. Yeah, and then you yeah, got to get yeah. back to being like, it was way more fun when I was just when I was younger doing it. Well, and then, and then look, like, knowledge. like the records that I'm that I'm doing, are, at least in my humble opinion, I think are incredible. Like, fucking bangers, bro. <laughs> yeah. Listen to that shit. You crazy. know what I mean? And I'm making what I want to make without nobody fucking in mind. Just, That's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, like, to me it seems like, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of the biggest records that come out often come from just people in their creative elements. And they're not really manufactured and done, like... I mean, those songs do make it out, but like the big records that changed. It was a feeling that you had at that moment, that yeah. moment when you're making the and record. That could be in your bedroom. And, and that, that translates, your that translates like, to the music. I could hear a record and tell if you really sat there and really had to think of the fucking record. Yeah, right? When it, it sounds too smart. Yeah, it sounds too smart. Absolutely. It sounds like on some songwriter shit. And you don't need no big million <laughs> you know dollar. What I mean? You don't need like a big million dollar studio to even get those kind of records. No. Like, you know, you can literally do no, that I think, anywhere. I think me and you can both say we've, like, a lot of our. Like a record that I that I placed with Fifth Harmony, I, I did the beat in my kitchen while I was having like major GERD. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, on my laptop. You know what I mean? I think that uh, you never know what like a songwriter is gonna write to. You have like you make a beat an instrumental or something like that. All of a sudden, they come in with something so powerful. You're like, I never imagined that this would have been that at all. Yeah, you produce too, right, Brett? Yeah, I do a little bit. How long have you been making music for? Oh, like eight years. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you've been you've been making tunes and shit. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like the whole hustle is like, you know, it's it's something that you got to be like in it for the love, right? Because it's not honestly like even uh, the, when I do look back at the records that I did place. Yeah, I they didn't get placed because I was like, oh my god, like it needs they need to hear this, they need to hear this. It was like someone sent it from somewhere and whatever yeah, yeah. and just and just happened to press play on the record and just got it for by whatever. the grace of god they were feeling the right way <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. exactly cuz yeah. you know there's there's a you know there's a lot of there's a lot of like factors that come in whether the A&R is going to like the record or not there, you, know, you could be yeah. listening to ballads all fucking day and just into ballads and you play him a dance record and you're fucked Yep. He's like, no thanks. He's having a terrible day at work <laughs> or ter yeah. terrible day at home and he goes to his office yeah. and listens to it and yeah. he's like, fuck, I hate this guy's voice. That's <laughs> the worst part of that, I think, that whole process. Yeah. You know, is having to deal with that. Well, there's like, so many people in between like the song from its creation to the artist. Like there's a lot of like linemen you got to go through yeah. in order to get to the artist. Like, because if it was just like you could just, hey, yo, Shakira or whatever. Here's I say Shakira. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, it's like hot. Rihanna. <laughs> you can't just hit her up and throw her a record. Like there's so many people like in between. So you know, you, you got that whole thing going on. But it's supposed to be fun. People take it way too serious. Exactly, dude. That's what like, I tell people on the road all the time too. You know, when they want to, you know, people like get all bougie and stuff, and it's like, dude, it's rock and roll. Yeah, we should just be having a good time, right? Anytime you know? I, I catch myself complaining. About my job, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You, you make, you're making a living doing music, bro. Like, I, why are you mad? Like, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, like, check. you're lucky. You know, this like you're literally living your dream. Yeah, it's one like, in a million. You know, it's one in a million. Like, so many people are trying to do it. You know, like, yeah. no how much talent you have and all these things. Like, it still takes the right personality. People want to work with you. I think just like, the biggest, like for me, the the for for music, like the music industry and whatever, like just being a record producer. Yeah, I think. Just the number one thing that I just hate about it, I guess it's with everything, but it's just the politics. Yeah. Like, the music part of it is fun. and like, That always is. And meeting always the artists, be, meeting the songwriters, meeting, like, people and fucking with people. Yeah, like the creation. That's fun for me, you know what I'm saying? But then process. when it comes down to, like, 
like publishing splits or whatever, and, and then lawyer shit and all that. I guess it's every business, but for some reason, the it's ruthless. Yeah. Like the, the music industry is ruthless. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, well, the transaction process always. Yeah. So. They got five <laughs> sharks all lined up trying to like take the a bite off of the oh, same record. Wants you know? a bite. Like the more everybody. people involved, you know. Yeah, especially the hotter it is, the better it is. That's why you just gotta believe. If, board, if you believe in your shit and you think your shit is hot, you could pretty much just hold your ground, man. Because oh, absolutely hitting you up for a reason. Anyway. I feel like yeah, now yeah. today, though, especially like it's so important now, at least for like you know the 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 industry side. That you have to have like some sort of like online presence and like right. some some sort of like thing right. to stand behind now. Like mm-hmm. almost like you remember in the music industry, like, you know, ten years ago when we had MySpace? That was like the <laughs> yeah. first time we were able to like not as dudes on the inside, like you know, like on a business tip, but as consumers, we were able to just see our own music's progress via plays, mm-hmm. like clicks, you know? You, like, say a band had like 100,000 plays on a song, you were like, oh, I better click on this song and check right. it out, you, you know? Right. Yeah. Or if your player had like, in total, half a million or something plays, yeah. you're way more likely to get, you know, looked at by blogs or get yeah. booked at at shows and stuff, you know? It's like, now... Since that's obviously gone and like analytics are just everywhere you can go, I feel like now everybody wants to see how all your numbers are across the board, yeah. from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram to all that shit. You know, it's like it's a full time job though, social media. It's a super full time job. Like, how are you it's able to create? Job. Like, how are you able to create like mind blowing art? And at the same time, create, like dedicate yourself to what you have yeah. to do is marketing. not create mind blowing art. You can just create <laughs> art that's very throwaway, but, but lots of it. Yeah, right. But, but it, it's a weird place. Like I've always felt it's marketing. You do. Yeah, like and comedy and trying to like pitch shows and stuff. It's like and yeah, and there's Vine stars and, and uh-huh. YouTubers and this Vine and that. stars, there and, you it, go. and it's like fine. It's like seven that's seconds. Crazy. But there are some people who can do it really well. But still, like there's a huge portion of social media that's just marketing. You, you had to market yourself in some way. Right. Yeah. And, and which is the weird thing with record labels or with a network. They want you to have already marketed yourself even though that's supposed to be their job. Like, that's their, that was their primary thing was to get you out to the masses. You give them a good product and they get it out to the masses. Now they're like, okay, did you already get it out to the masses? Is it a good product? <laughs> yeah, I'll put my name on so it. They're it's like, like, so you don't hiring, do anything? <laughs> so they're hiring marketers to market that... They market right to other markets. They 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 probably don't even, markets. They don't even have the same reach as some of the like fine people and yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean like they right? have money for like mainstream plugs. Like that's what they do. Like they're almost like an Put it investor in movies and now. Shit. Yeah, they're yeah, like, they're investments. Yeah, they're like you do like you you're running your own little mini company with your marketing and all your stuff. It's your project, and if you count on them to do anything, nothing's gonna happen, and the project will fail, and then they'll drop you and, and blame it on you. Yeah, you know. And so now it's like if you can just control the money, and you're in charge of your own boat, you have a much better shot than them being in charge of your own boat because you're actually gonna give a fuck. Yeah. Where they are just like you're another write off on the list of like. People that they wrote off, and they have their five main stars on the label. And that you don't are need like as the, big a boat to ride on. Shot by it? Yeah, take a shot. People. Shot to yeah. that. Take a shot. A lot of these companies are just actually getting their hands into so many other platforms other than just, you know, making Kit Kats yeah, or yeah. tennis shoes. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. they're buying, like, industrial complexes and building, like, jump houses and recording studios in them. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. doing the... The Red Bull way, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> just a conglomerate takeoff, which is rad, I mean, if you're doing it the right way, then more hats off to you. But it's definitely interesting to see, like, artists get tied into a brand before they've even released music. Yeah. Like, 
that's something that I've always seen was just like, whoa, okay. You know, because yeah, the hype is like there. Like everyone's coming this way and he's uh-huh. coming out the right just side. Just the whole uh-huh. Taking ways and shit. Sure, a few weird turns. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely... It's definitely new. You know yeah, what I mean? There's a lot of new shortcuts out there. But I watched the interview the other day uh, that Gucci Man did with XXL, like maybe a week ago. And, you know, he had a really good point. Like, you know, he straight up said, like, you know, it's it, it's survival of the fittest. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you got like you got to get with the times, man. You got to learn the system and find how you can use it to your benefit without it becoming overkill. But, you know, you have to adapt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming out, man. Hey, thanks Much for love, man. Thank you, brother. We got to come back and redo this shit all again. We've yeah. been smoking on some great stuff. Brett, Wonder Brett, thank you, man. Okay. Lifted us up. Jack Daniels got us nice and feeling good. Flicky, Eric. Honor. Thank you guys very much. Shout out to Team Wonder Brett. Team Wonder Brett, we got the Orange Dynamite Stick flavor out right now. You can grab it at where at in L.A.? Uh, Oz Weho, uh, Showgrow LA, Santa Ana, you can go to 420 Central, uh, San Diego, you can go to Buddies, and this weekend at the Reserve, with uh, it'll be the release there with our concentrate nice line, yep. we'll have uh, Saturday. everything there, yeah, Rome will be there performing, so it's going to be Blazing, a great experience. smoking, it'll be a good time. Alright you guys, that about does it for 40 till 5, we'll catch you next time, peace.